chapter thirty two of order number eleven this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org order number eleven by caroline abbott stanley chapter thirty two order number eleven into the west rode quantrell's band desperate men all past smoking ruins and blackened fields over the border into the enemy's land through the hush of the summer evening that should have spoken god's peace to their souls in stillness of night neath stars that said if only they had listened god reigns be still into the dawn the rosy peaceful dawn they rode lawrence was the acknowledged seat of anti-slavery influence its intelligence directed the free state movement there had been war to the knife between this town and the border in eighteen fifty six marauding bands from kansas had been credited rightly or wrongly to lawrence stolen property had been sold at auction on its streets men seeking to recover that property had been shot down within its borders for their temerity for these reasons it had become an object of special animosity to the long-suffering border and passion is not discriminating by a strange fatality lawrence had been disarmed ten days before they fell upon the doomed city in the early morning when they left it one hundred and eighty men lay weltering in blood jennison has laid waste our borders they said he has ravaged our homes and murdered our kindred we have come for revenge and we have got it a cry of horror went up from the land at that day's bloody work and the border shook with fear they knew retribution would come and that they would be in its track five days later colonel trevilian was on his way to lexington a few cattle had escaped the general round-up and he hoped to get them to illinois the old horse he rode was one that had been left by the soldiers as worn out his own were all gone he had hesitated about taking this trip there was danger to himself in going and danger to the cattle in staying virginia insisted upon accompanying him as far as lexington they would ride and tie she said she would be all right mr merriweather would see that she got home women were the protectors in those days for bad as both sides were they rarely ever harmed a woman they had started and got as far as the first crossroads on the signpost was a fresh-looking printed paper colonel trevilian rode up to it it was headed general orders number eleven as he read it a groan broke from him what is it father from virginia's seat behind him she could not see but she knew it had struck him hard whatever it was he read it aloud headquarters district of the border kansas city missouri august twenty five eighteen sixty three first all persons living in cass jackson and bates counties missouri and in that part of vernon included in this district except those living within one mile of the limits of independence hick 
Hickman's Mills, Pleasant Hill, and Harrisonville, and except those in that part of Caw Township, Jackson County, north of Brush Creek and west of the Big Blue, embracing Kansas City and Westport, are hereby ordered to remove from their present places of residence within fifteen days from the date hereof those who within that time establish their loyalty to the satisfaction of the commanding officer of the military station nearest their present places of residence will receive from him certificates stating the fact of their loyalty and the names of the witnesses by whom it can be shown all who receive such certificates will be permitted to remove to any military station in this district or to any part of the state of kansas kansas interrupted virginia scornfully except the counties on the eastern borders of the state all others shall remove out of this district officers commanding companies and detachments serving in the counties named will see that this paragraph is promptly obeyed second all grain or hay in the field or under shelter in the district from which the inhabitants are required to move within reach of military stations after the ninth day of september next will be taken to such stations and turned over to the proper officers there and report of the amount so turned over made to the district headquarters specifying the names of all loyal owners and the amount of such produce taken from them all grain and hay found in such district after the ninth day of september next not convenient to such stations will be destroyed the order was signed h hannah's adjutant by order of brigadier general ewing the cattle were browsing by the roadside we will go back honey colonel trevilian said in a dead tone and virginia who had been riding behind him on the worn-out army horse now resting one hand in his pocket to steady herself now balancing without holding on at all put her arms around his waist his voice sounded as it did the night keswick was burned as if something within him had broken the next two weeks were long remembered in jackson county and cass and bates as gabriel and evangeline remembered acadia as the reconcentrados remembered their herding in the cuban camps as the filipinos remembered the time when samar was made a howling wilderness the mandate spared none all must go how it did not say there was no transportation provided for them they had no means of providing it for themselves the horses and mules were in kansas the wagons and carriages were with them only those too worthless to take had been left strange teams went out from those counties in the next fortnight counties that had boasted of their thoroughbreds and stock farms a broken-down mule and an ox hitched together or a cow sometimes when the ox was not to be had or a pair of yearling calves yoked in front of an improvised cart anything that had wheels was at a premium women went out trundling a wheelbarrow with their children's clothes in it such as were not already on the little jayhawkers grandmothers rode horseback with a baby in arms and two behind them while the mothers walked and drove the cow that was to supply them with food until they reached succor 
fortunately there was not much left to transport a few quilts for a roadside bed a skillet and a coffee-pot a side of meat and a bag of corn-meal with such few garments as had not been confiscated these made up the bill of lading in most cases as the days went by the roads were filled with the wretched exiles going they knew not where barefooted women and children stripped of all but a scant covering for their bodies struggled on through the dust and heat of an august sun behind them were their smoking homes before them the world that was so big they fell by the wayside sometimes and were picked up by pitiful ones who walked that tired children might ride a great heart of sympathy throbbed through it all and the fellow-feeling that makes us wondrous kind the story of the little sacrifices made of the cheerful deceptions that did not deceive of the patient bearing of one another's burdens of the lips that smiled when hearts were like lead of the tears forced back when another was looking that story will make beautiful reading some day when the scroll is opened the trevilians had nothing but an old cart left they put to it two yearling calves it was a moderately uncertain team but they were thankful enough to get it in this rode mrs lay mrs trevilian and miss nanny virginia and sally walked with colonel trevilian behind the cow and mrs Devereux rode a broken-down horse they had been relieved of the care of the cattle by the soldiers who came to execute the order naturally people going out in wheelbarrows and superannuated carts could not transport much furniture but it was taken care of as the wagon trains with their freight of household goods moving westward attested where life is extinct evil birds congregate they were not lacking when life went out of those homes men were shot down sometimes in the very act of obeying the order of exile and their wagons in effect seized by their murderers then there would be a hurried burial a hasty gathering up of the little that was left and a frantic pressing on officers will see that this order is promptly obeyed said the order they did when it came to the test mammy declined to go miss betty how you know but marse beverly gwine to come back yah some day no'm i'm gwine to stay right yah dey ain't nothin left fur de jayhawkers to git and i don't reckon dey gwine take off me and de old man from this decision she was not to be moved she was something like a cat about locality in thinking it over it really seemed the best thing to do they knew not what was before them there would be two less mouths to fill in any event you may do as you wish said colonel trevilian you are free now hump grunted mammy i ain't studying bout freedom tis mars beverly i'm thinking bout dat child show to be here directly miss tiny went out on horseback miss tony riding behind her on the horn of the saddle hung an old carpet-bag that held their earthly possessions across miss tiny's lap was the sword general james bascom 
had written to them for it at the beginning of the war they had replied in a brief note written in the third person that mrs bascom it said acknowledged the receipt of general bascom's letter asking that his sword be sent to him they beg however that they may be allowed to retain it as a cherished memento of a brother who is dead the two ladies followed close behind the trevelyan cart and miss nanny and the girls got a good deal of amusement out of them before they reached lexington mammy and uncle reuben went to the big gate to see them off the road was filled with forlorn little companies bands of soldiers harried them out of the land there was a pillar of cloud behind them a pillar of fire on every hand but alas there was no moses to lead them forth End of chapter 32